On today's episode of Scientific Healing, you're going to hear what the dissonance is, is just like, you know, you create a vision board and you put your face on a sexy body and you say you want to do that. But the next step, you're going out and you're eating chocolate and ice cream and you know, you're sitting as a couch potato and you're not exercising and you're not going to bed and you're not drinking your water and you're doing all the things opposite. So what you've done is you've created this inner conflict. I want that, but I'm doing this because really what I want is this. Here is today's scientific healing tip. You know that in the crook of your hand, like right here, there is an important point that when you're feeling discomfort or emotional pain, you can press it. And the more you press it and the more painful it is in there, that means that there's a block. And you can just keep massaging that point and it will help release whatever is causing the pain. And I have a little tension in my back and I can feel it releasing now. So you can manipulate and change that um, all, all you know, just change it as you're working it. So when you're sitting somewhere and um, you need to release things, and I can feel that there's more tension in the right hand, and manipulate and release it. So you just keep massaging it. And I notice that that tension that I was feeling a little bit in my upper back today is now uh, almost completely released. And you can even do a little experiment with yourself and ask you what pain level am I feeling or what tension level am I feeling? And it was about a three and now it's not even there. It's completely gone. Hello everyone, you're listening to Scientific Healing Radio and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics and ancient healing arts to create my own system that has produced medical miracles for thousands of people. To discover how you can create these for yourself or your clients while building a business that can sustain you well, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me. We're going to take a slightly different journey today. We're going to be talking about the science of all healing. And with me in conversation is my fabulous co-host, Gwen Leppard. Welcome to the show, Gwen. Hey, thank you, Anastasia. It's so great to be here. I'm really interested in this topic. I'm, I'm super excited that uh, we're, we're going to look at what is behind the science. Because, you know, we always talk about you being a scientific healer. Exactly. Yeah. And I do talk about science quite a bit, but what this uh, topic is spurred by is that I had a conversation with someone who asked me that question, like, what is it, can you generalize, or what is it that you see in people that's, that is like a different point of view than, let's say, somebody else who's doing a massage or doing acupuncture? Like, they only see bits and pieces, but I step back and look at the whole, like it's more holistic. Right. And so he asked me, so what, what's going on with people? So today, um, you know, the science of all healing uh, sounds a little uh, pretentious or ambitious. It is. That's an ambitious title. And, you know, you can listen to so many different people in the healing arts and they have a different solution to so many ailments. So healing seems a lot more complex than, than what you're saying. So can really, can all ailments be lumped into one solution? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, yes and no. So the thing is that the causes are more complex, but the end result 
is actually a lot simpler than we've been led to believe. Like, you know, imagine we've got all these different kinds of doctors. You've got an ear, nose, and throat, and you've got um, a rheumatologist, and you have a heart specialist, you have surgeons, you have brain specialists, you know, even psychiatrists, which are working on the chemicals, the chemical structure of the brain, and then you have... Um, you know, orthopedic doctors. So it seems like we're looking at the body as a series of unrelated parts. Right. Well, <laughs> we, and we do. Absolutely. That, that's how we look, exactly how we look. Or the, the medical Western medicine looks at our bodies and I think how a lot of people look at their bodies. I think so too. And so I've worked with thousands of clients and animals so the great thing about working with animals is they don't have agendas like people do. Like we don't, you know, they're, they're affected in different ways, usually from the outside. Like if you mistreat an animal, they'll go into anxiety and that will create disease for them, for right. example. But, but people, but people, we people like to make things really complicated. <laughs> and, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do, complicate things. I really would like to simplify. Do you have something for that? That's a different show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of like the way my brain works as a scientist. So the way my brain works is that um, whenever I come across a new phenomenon, I like to kind of uh, put it in order, like where does it belong in the grand scheme of things. It's kind of like looking at a painting. So you put a couple of brush strokes on the canvas. And so now how do you connect them? So you have this, this piece of evidence and that piece of evidence, and you're not quite sure how it connects. So now as a scientist, what we do is we now put another stroke on the canvas and test it out. Does that fit the picture? And then you put another stroke and, oh yeah, does that fit? No, that doesn't fit. So now I need to do it another way, right? I love that you just connected art and science. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, science is art because yeah. really, really, it's just like two strokes on the canvas. Really, we just have like these tiny bits of information and we're now trying to make a an overall scheme, like the, the physics of everything. Like how does light and gravity work? No one knows yet. We have only bits and pieces of it and we're trying to connect those things. And in some ways, there are some people that are really getting close. Like if you've ever read, there's a book out there by, it's a, written by a lay person who talks about um, the zero point energy and how that can explain all gravity, right? Okay. And so, so what I discovered is that the same protocols that heals kidney disease or uh, can also work for reversing dementia, relieving anxiety, releasing old relationship baggage. Now I have extra protocols for those, but you know the initial the initial part that um, you know when I teach this, the initial part is always clearing up the energy fields around the body. So. The energy field is the thing that we emanate out. Everything has it, even rocks, right? The every oh. everything the rocks only oh, have really right. tiny you study rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. I studied <laughs> minerals. Minerals, okay. Components <laughs> of rocks, but they have structure. They have they have an internal energy. If if anything is above absolute zero, you can actually measure what vibrations are actually inherent in the material that they're that they're sitting in there right now. 
Like if I pick up this, this, I have a rock here, an amethyst. If I pick that up, I can shine a laser light on it and find out what things are sitting, what vibrations are sitting in there. And if it's vibrating, it's emanating. And if it's vibrating, it's emanating. Yes. If it's, if something is vibrating in any way, trans, in other words, there's an electrical impulse. Like if something is vibrating, the electrons are changing and it is going to be creating a field around it. And, and so is that a frequency? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Everything, right. Everything has frequencies. So you're, you're saying that the same protocols that work for kidney disease, reversing dementia, anxiety, and clearing relationships all has, you, you can do the same protocols. You have something a little extra, but the basic protocol is the same for all of them. Yes. So could you explain what you mean by it having to do with frequency? Okay. So, energy. so right. So let's, let's talk about energy. I hear so many people say, oh, that person has a lot of negative energy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I always laugh because there's no such thing. If you look at the scale of absolutes, when you get down to zero degrees absolute, there is no negative temperature. It starts oh. at zero and it works its way up. Okay. And so the internal energy of something starts at zero energy and it works its way up. So, you know, then they say, well, what's dark energy? Well, dark energy, if you can imagine, you've got a dimmer on your dining room lamp. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, you know, you'd set it maximum and now you turn it down to about a quarter of its, uh, of its um, voltage. And that light bulb will be a little bit dimmer. Right. Now, compared to all the other light bulbs in the room, it looks dark. Right? True. Now, now yeah. you turn off all the light bulbs in the room. And then it looks light. And then it looks light. So it's, it's really For, contrasts. And, and perspective. And perspective. So now you imagine the whole body being this bright light bulb, and now you've got right around your liver this dark area. And that dark area doesn't mean it's zero, because if it, it was zero or negative, it would be dead. Okay. <laughs> right? So really, it's just a dim spot on you, and that's how it looks. So if I take my vision and I focus down and look at the color of that spot, it actually has light. It's just not as bright. So a low-energy emotion for example, shame, guilt, anger, jealousy, those are low energy emotions. When I see them on people, they just look dim. So it's not negative, it's just low. So that's your okay. low, I call a low frequency as right. compared to something like joy, happiness, love, all that is high frequency. Courage, you know, all of those things are high frequency. And so they feel bright compared to the low energy stuff. So the, as a healer, as a person that, that um, embraces energy all the time, you know, from the laboratory into working with people, that's how I see it. So that's the first step in understanding the science of all healing. So now what we want to do is take that dimmer off and turn it all the way up for that particular space. You mean it's that simple? You just turn the dimmer back up? It's not that simple because we, everything we have, is between the, the ears, right? Yeah, because of all the stuff we have in between here. Got it. Right. So what we have between the ears is what I call energetic inertia, right? So people ask me, well, why can't you just wave your magic wand and heal me and poof, I'm done? 
and uh, because, <laughs> because you have years of habits <laughs> built up and training your energy to go a certain way and if you're if you're angry all the time it's like centered down here on either your liver or your gallbladder which is a meridian that runs up and down your body right Right. So you've, you've got it trained to resonate at this really low frequency. And what we have to do is retrain it. And, it, you know, it takes, just imagine your own habits, your lifetime of habits. Right. Uh, let's say you change, you decide to change where you have your silverware drawer. And I know this because it's a true story for me. I changed where I put my coffee filters, right? And I moved to a new house and I put my coffee filters in a, a, a cabinet off over the sink and I had the coffee pot underneath a different set. So I decided to switch everything around after only two months, right? right. Two months. Two months. Okay. And two years later, I was still reaching for the old cabinet every once in a while in that subconscious form, right? Yeah, so that, habit, that muscle memory. Yeah. The habit from muscle memory is strong. Right? And so our habits our bodies, our, you know, our beings are built to function on habits. And the reason is that only 0.002% of your brain is conscious. Everything else is unconscious or subconscious. And that way we can preserve that conscious mind. The conscious mind is everything you do of volition, right? You, you know, oh, I have to go to the store. You get up in the chair and you go to the store. That's not your daily habit. Right. And we, so we develop these habits over and over again. Oh, and, do we. <laughs> right. And the energy does exactly the same thing. Right. Okay. And we have to re reestablish new habits. So working and it takes approximately three months right. and longer, the longer people work with me, the healthier they get and the healthier they stay. And it doesn't mean that I have to work with them intensely. I have people, yeah. you know, talking to me a half hour every month or half hour every other month. And it's plenty to keep them tuned up. Right. Yeah. And that and listening to your, your audios is really helpful. <laughs> it makes, it makes such a huge difference. I can tell, like if I've talked to them, you know, if I uh, wait a week, like when I talk to them the, the following week, if their numbers are all like showing really great and numbers, I mean, I do readings on people. Right. Right. And when they show this a really, uh, really pro huge amount of progress, it means usually they're doing the things I ask them to do, like listening to the audio and drinking mm. their water and going to bed early and things like that. Just like really simple stuff. But it makes a huge difference. Yeah. It's surprising how much simplicity can impact your life. So um, let's, let's step back a little bit and, and look at when people are whole and healthy and everything's vibrating optimally. Okay, so when, and you're vibrating at a high frequency. So what happens uh, if you have some low energy emotions like anger and guilt? So, so if, you're, if we were completely vibrating at this really high frequency, like, you know, there's this published scale, power versus force. Right. Say that when you're fully enlightened, you are vibrating at a thousand. And if you're deep into shame and guilt, you're down, down in the under 50 range. And right. then there's this whole scale in between. 
Um, first of all, if you get to that thousand point, you don't have any reason to be alive anymore because you've learned all the lessons. Right. <laughs> so well, so some, some yeah. human comes and tells you that that's where they're vibrating. You can just say, then why are you telling me? Because it stops mattering. Like, yeah. Like yeah. if you're down, if you're down in the two or three hundred, it matters to you. Like you're you're envious of other people. <laughs> well, and two hundred is courage. So, and that's you know at least you know two hundred people are are starting to move forward, uh, in uh, energetically. Yes. So, what happens when you are confronted with something that triggers an anger in you? And usually when you get triggered, it's something from the past that you've moved forward, whether it's this life, usually it is, or previous life, right? That triggers you somehow. So that's a lesson that you need to have. But the rest of you is like generally happy. Like I can get angry at, at something. Like I get angry at injustice, for example, when yeah. I see people being unjust to others, like being unkind, like a woman hurting her child unnecessarily, for example. Yeah. And so while I'm in that angry state, I have not only the joy running, but I also have the anger running. So now I'm this collection of more than one vibration happening in the body. And I've, I've always been really, really curious about this because, you know, people talk about raising your vibration or frequency and, you know, but think about it, you know, we have a lot happening and there are times when I'm in shame and then, you know, moments later I can be in joy and, you know, what's happening with that? You know, one by one frequency doesn't really make sense. It, it never did. And when, when I studied minerals, for example, they can vibrate from a very low frequency to a high frequency, depending on how things are bonded together. And so we yes. have, we have this huge number of systems in our body. And if you can imagine every cell, we have 38 to 50 trillion cells. Every cell has 9 trillion. It's an unfathomable number. Say that three yeah. times fast. <laughs> unfathomable. Yeah, I, can, I, can, oh, I didn't even get it the first time. <laughs> unfathomable. <laughs> Hard to comprehend number. There we and go. We have 9 trillion reactions in every cell every day. So multiply that by 38 to 50 trillion it's an it's an incomprehensible number. It is so beyond our ability to comprehend. And so I try to, in order for people to understand it, if you take each cell and turn it into a small grain of sand, it weighs as much as four aircraft carriers. Right? That's what? <laughs> yes. So if you take all if you take thirty-eight trillion grains of sand. Oh, okay, got it, got it. And you weigh them. It yeah. weighs as much as four aircraft carriers. So one human cells has four aircraft carriers worth of weight when you turn each cell into a grain of sand. That's wow. how huge, that's how many cells we've got running in our body, right? That's so, astonishing. Right. And so you can imagine every cell is vibrating at these different places and it's, and that, that the vibration is determined by the sum total of your emotions, the sum total of your mindset, like your mindset can keep holding you back. And uh, I'll get into how you can develop those mindsets that hold you back in just a second. And you, you have all of this happening. So when we looked at the full spectrum of vibrations of materials, 
in order to understand the bulk properties of the materials and in thermodynamics bulk properties could be something like the heat capacity like okay. how much thermal energy will it take to raise the temperature of a certain amount by one degree so everything has a certain it's like having a cup how much how much fluid and could you put in your cup how much heat can you put in your cup and how much will it hold right so so these bulk properties on these minerals are complex you've got this array of vibrations just like we do and now you want to describe what the general theme is going on right yeah so is, is that what you know when somebody talks about you know vibrating in love or above are we talking about the general theme or if they're down in shame or fear yes that their general, the general theme. general the general theme okay so but, back in 2000 no back in 1907 Einstein came up with this brilliant idea is let's say we turn that into a single frequency and then ran all the equations with that sim single frequency. It turned out to match almost exactly the behavior of that material by reducing everything to a single frequency. Okay. Right? So, so, so now that is kind of like the picture that I imagine, right? all this stuff is happening and your frequency changes from moment to moment yes it does yeah the generalized idea is that you're going to be you know when you're at rest you're going to be in this average place whatever it's, like, it's like a default which like a de default default right? frequency is but it's a single frequency that describes everything about you okay Right. It's and and what he didn't take into account, and this is the way I imagine it. What he didn't take into account that when you put certain elements in your matrix, it changes the property in unpredictable ways, and then his equation doesn't work anymore. And that's oh, what I, <laughs> you're debunking Einstein. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so now the whole process of removing, or you can call those the toxins. So removing okay. that toxic emotion, toxic thought process, you know, inflammation in the body, it's toxic to the body, yeah. like, you know, all, all of the things that create the problems is basically reducing it down to removing that single, the single or the pile of toxins that you've developed, right? Yeah. yeah. So he called, he called that the characteristic frequency. It's kind of like what your characteristic frequency is. Like when okay. you were born, you had it. Mm -hmm. And then your job is to is to move forward and move up on the scale. And you know, I I don't believe in that you can only move up fifteen points in a lifetime because uh, we yeah, can I heard that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have that limiting belief. <laughs> no, because we can do what we call quantum leaps. Ooh, we were talking about that earlier before we. we before yes, we right, right. The pre-show. I want to know more. I, I want to know more. <laughs> right. So. So in the pre-show chat, what we talked about is what is a quantum jump. And, you know, when you look at an atom and you've got electrons and the electrons can only show up in certain places around the atom. And this is also from the early 1900s when the whole concept of quantum physics was being born. And when an electron jumps levels, it can go up or down. Remember, you can also go down in quantum leaps. All right. Okay. But when it, when it goes, it, it it's like it winks out of existence and shows up instantaneously in the new place. 
And the way you get it to move is you put in a certain amount of energy. But the quantum leap, there is no defined path. There's no way you can see how it got from one place to another. Oh, I bet that's as confusing as I'll get out. Yeah, there's no path. Like you No can, path. You can't, it, you'll never find, so if you have two levels, let's okay. say you've got two levels, you're at a lower level and it, you're moving to a higher level, you cannot see the electron ever appearing between this level and that level. You only see it here and here and never in between. And that's why it's a leap. And it's, it's, a, why it's a quantum, quantum leap. leap because quantum just simply means you're subatomic or therefore or approximately atomic. You're down to these very tiny, um, these, this very tiny amounts because in bulk, you can't see it because they're really subtle, right? That makes and sense. you start adding things up, it's hard to see. Like a baseball won't behave the same as a neutron. No. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Very, so very can, different animals. <laughs> right. You can throw a no, neutron towards a pair of slits, which if you had light, you would see a diffraction pattern on the wall, but you can throw a neutron there and you'll also get a diffraction pattern. But if you throw a baseball at two slits, then you still get baseballs coming out the other side. Okay. <laughs> it won't diffract. The it same won't diffract. Way. No. no. Got it. It, <laughs> so, it, stays, it keeps its form. Because right? It keeps its, its characteristic frequency. So you can think of quantum leaps in your life is let's say, let's say you are first learning something. It's just like you can watch children, like they'll keep trying to say the same word over and over and they don't get it. Um, they don't say it properly. Like my grandson, for example, he can't say his L's. So he wants the rowing pin or yuk, which means look right? The rolling pin. He can't say right. his L's and he can't say his R's properly either. Because one time he came up to me and he goes, look, there's no Spido in Dale. <laughs> <Right? laughs> and then, so he'll keep repeating it. He'll hear it over and over again. And then all of a sudden from one day to the next, they start speaking it properly. So now as we're thinking about quantum leaps and what's going on in the body, I decided to call this a biophysical dissonance. And what a dissonance is, is a lack of resonance. And when something is a resonant, that means that what's going, so just imagine that your body wants to vibrate at this high level, and right. most of it is, but you have a place where it's not. So now it's not matching where it wants to be. And you can just imagine it when you've got like your vision board and you've got something that you want. Let's say you want a, a big fancy house, but you're not doing anything to generate income to be able to get into it. Or you decide that you want to be leaner and you put your, you know, beautiful picture of some, you know, sexy man or woman and you put your head on it, but now you continue <laughs> to eat your chocolate ice cream and, you know, go out and have McDonald's hamburgers. You're not, your outer behavior and your inner behavior don't, the inner desires don't match. Isn't it kind of like an orchestra when they're tuning up? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like everybody's not marching in tune, right? Yeah. All the, everybody's tuning to something else, right? So they're all tuning different things. 
And that's what your vision board is if you're not doing what you need to. Right. And, so, and that, so we've named yeah. it. It's a biophysical dissonance. And biophysical we, dissonance. Right. Okay. And where we want to go is into a systemic resonance. So everything is vibrating, meaning that your actions and your desires, your inner desires are congruent. Like some people really don't, like they think they want to be leaner because everybody, you know, you've got all the signals of all these like overly skinny girls or overly, you know, um, guys with 2% body fat. I think four is about the lower limit, 4% body fat with, you know, washboard abs. They think they want that, but in reality, it is so hard to achieve. And, and even the people that achieve it for short periods of time for their shows and all that, they, they don't, they can't hold on to it very long. It just simply does not work because their bodies do not want that. Right. right. But we have the inner desire, but the body doesn't. And so there, so, you know, there's also that kind of push pull. It's a push pull, right? It's an inner conflict. It's an inner conflict and inner conflicts happen all the time. And inner conflict is a really what illness is about. That's, that's basically the bottom line. Got it. And what did you call it when you're in alignment? I called it, I called it a systemic resonance. So you're resonating all your systems are are operating your thought processes your spirit your mental processes your emotions and your physical body are all in alignment right there everything's in alignment you have um you know so all systems right right resonance right systemic resonance is what and the process of getting into resonance is that is the energy healing that we do fabulous Now that we named it, let's go to a brief break. I want to remind all of our listeners, you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. And today my guest host is the fabulous Gwen Leppard. Mm -hmm. The topic is the science of all healing, helping you understand the science of healing. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into scientific healing and how it can work for you. You can actually do simple physical manipulations on yourself to change your mental, emotional, emotional state, release blocks, and even um, release things like pain in your body. And of course, the backup to all of these techniques, the backup is to work out also the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and then relieve the physical. Um, I have a process that does that. We go through um, one step at a time and clean up all of So you didn't, whatever condition that you have, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical, whatever condition that you have, especially if it manifested in the physical, was usually years in the making. You didn't get it overnight, years in the making. One of the ways that I work is I find out when something uh, got manifested in your body, like go back to that year, and then rewrite the story, uncreate the story, redo the story. So it's as if it never happened. It's as if if you imagine your life is a tree and here you are at birth and each decision that you make will create a different branch, right? So you have all these branches of possibilities and you're ending up somewhere along the branch. And by doing energy work, it's as if you did not make that decision and instead you made a different decision and you end up on another branch. 
So that's the way I view energy healing with regards to, to whatever your life is now. And the great thing is that we are infinite beings of light, powerful beings of light, and we can change our history and we can rewrite things and we can create whatever life we want. And I'm ready to have a conversation with you if that's what you'd like to have in your life, either learn it for yourself or to um, have me help you with it. So I have my contact information is scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment. So you can either write me or have a conversation with me and I always answer the, you know, I always answer whatever queries come through. And I do it personally because I'm very interested in hearing out, hearing what you would like to hear. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me to become empowered to heal yourself and others. Before the break, we were talking with my guest host, Gwen Leppard, about the science of all healing. Let's continue this conversation. Welcome back, Gwen. Glad to be back. Uh, before the break, we were talking about the idea of a characteristic frequency that can drop depending on the impurities, toxins, and one of those toxins is actually inner conflict, as you described so is inner conflict one of the ways that we get ill? Yes, exactly. It's, it is the way we get ill. Yeah. And, you know, barring something like being in a car accident, the ability to get well afterwards, of course, is, you know, helping remove those inner conflicts. So our bodies are really meant to be well. We are designed to be well. Every system in our body moves towards getting well. You scratch yourself, the skin heals over, the scab falls off, and eventually the scar fades. Sometimes it doesn't. Scarring is one of those things that I've yet to figure out, like what's going on. Mm. <laughs> they just look energetically weird, like it's fractured. Mm. But but aside from that, you know, you get a cold, you get well, you, um, you know, you have an itch from something that you've encountered, you get well. And when you're not getting well, that's where a lot of inner conflict happens. And the other thing is, if you get piles of inner conflict, like one thing happening after another, after another, after another, like you're in an abusive relationship, yeah. that can get you sick. You know, and it can sometimes take years for the inner toxins to build up, and actually, your body cannot handle it anymore, and you get sick. And that's what happened to me. I got very, very sick due to a very difficult relationship. And that's why I'm a healer now because medical science had no answer. How right. can you say you're, you know, you are so stressed out from a difficult relationship? You know, you want one thing, like I wanted a really good relationship. I wanted to do well in my career and also be a great mom, right? Yeah. So when one of those things isn't fulfilling, like I got the other two, but when that isn't, wasn't fulfilling and I tried to twist myself into a pretzel to create that good relationship, it was an inner conflict because I did a lot of the stuff I didn't like doing. 
right? Yeah. And, and going outside of your values. So, right. so what, what's the solution? And we've talked a lot about, you know, the science behind the illness and, and being out of, you know, in dissidence or in dis- dis- dissonance, dissonance, right? dissonance oh. which is the opposite of resonance. Right. So, so you, and you mentioned you use all the protocols, the same protocols on every, everybody, whatever it is. So what really makes the great strides in them moving forward? Right. So the first, the first thing is to realize that every step matters. If you're climbing a mountain, every step upward matters, right? So every step and every step downward also matters, right? So in order to continue to make progress, you need to make more steps forward than back. And uh, so a tip that I give people all the time is we know from science that just straightening up the spine can reduce the stress in the body because stress is toxic and we want to remove as much stress as possible. So every step you can do to remove stress in your life, like I have, I have in my book, the diamond healing method, I have a chapter on 23 or 26 stress busters Right. And these are simple things that people can do. Like I have a lockbox outside my house. You can't see it from the street, but if you're on my porch, you can see it. And then there is a house key in it. So if you ever lose your keys, you can still get into your house. Right. Right. And that's a worry for some people. Just doing simple things like that. Um, paying your bills when they come in rather than waiting till past the due date. Now you start collecting interest and stuff like that. Like, Right. Doing the things that were are going to relieve your stress. Every step in the right direction counts. And so, for example, I tell people energetically, if you stand up straight, your cortisol levels in your body will start reducing almost immediately. And inside of two minutes, it goes down by 20%. That's huge. That normally, is huge. Because normally it takes days on end for cortisol to dissipate. So now if we can accelerate the process, we are moving up the ladder of being less stressed and moving our frequency up the ladder, right? Absolutely. And, right? and it, so, feels, it feels good to be yeah, up be straight. The same thing with smiling, right? <laughs> we have this two-way conversation. So this just tells you you've got a two-way conversation between your actions and wh- what's happening biochemically in your body. Now, that knowledge right there is a lot of power. It's a really powerful message that if what you do on the outside affects your biochemistry on the inside, you can do little things every day to really move your biochemistry in the right direction. Right? Yeah. So, and the main thing is that stress, which is created from inner conflict. And then other things is find out what you're allergic to. Go to an allergist. Find out what you're allergic to. You can even get that treated. There are other people that will treat that and help reduce the stress effect on your body, but just staying away from what you're allergic to. Also, removing as much toxic uh, toxic stuff in your life, your shampoos, your soaps, your oh, detergents. Yeah right? Your environment, the paint on your walls. Um, You know, even if you need an air filter inside your house to clean up the air, so you're breathing healthier air, you're taught your pesticides and eating more organic food and more whatever, whatever it is, just reducing the toxic load can make a huge difference. 
every yeah. step in the right direction. Absolutely. But, but now what happens when you've gotten too far? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. My, my idea, my idea is to, is to actually train people to take care of it before they have to go to a doctor, before they've got the cancer tumors, before they have heart disease, before they have to take their blood pressure pills. And once you're on them, how do you get off? Right? Yeah. It, it, it really makes sense. And, and, and yet so many people, you know, won't do anything until it's an emergency. And, you know, how do you get people to actually do the simple things like sit up straight, use baking soda and vinegar instead of toxic, you know, things for your laundry detergent? You know, how, how do you get people to, to want to be well? Well, they have to make a choice. And so, Health and wellness is all for people who want it, not need it, right? So there's, <laughs> it's going to get worse, people, because our environment is basically, and especially in the United States, our environment is in bad shape, right? And now with the current administration rolling back all of the strides we made over the last 20 years, rolling them back in one fell swoop with poor directors of the EPA and the FDA and all of that. Um, it's going to get tough. So, you know, we need to be more vocal about it if that's what you want, right? For me, that's what I want. You know, it, all the, the healthy economy in the world isn't, gonna, isn't going to help if you're laying on, if you've got cancer all over your body. All, all of that is never, it's not going to help. All the money in the world is not going to help. It's not going to solve anything. No. Unless if you're ill. So yeah. where, where can, where, so, where can people start? Where do you start with, so, with healing? Right. So where I start with healing is I help the energy body. So in other words, the energy fields and all the ways our body collects and emits energy. I get those things straightened yeah. and it's, it's a very quick process and it needs to be repeated. It's just like you've got to weed your garden to get all the weeds out and keep it from getting overrun with all kinds of stuff you don't want. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I do that for people and I also teach that. And the next thing I do, which is really important, is I do a brain healing. <clears throat> people are saying, I have yeah. kidney disease or I have pain in my body. I have arthritis. Why are you doing a brain healing? The brain is the linchpin to your healthy body. You really need it to be working. People that go into dementia and they start going downhill, they, it's terminal. They die unless they come and get a brain healing. And I've helped reverse dementia on, on a few people that had it. But the brain really, really, really needs to operate. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so what I do is I reattune the cells to be their original selves, their healthy self. And I'm basically training them. So I'm turning the frequency back up. It's like that light bulb. I'm turning the dimmer back up all the way to full voltage. So now, you know, when I see people after I've worked on them, they are now glowing brightly from head to toe. Right? So it's like a reset. It's a reset. We're tuning the cells back to full resonance with their, with their full health, right? And I, my goal is a healthy 25-year-old because at 25, your, your whole cortex has developed, you're fully developed skeletally, muscularly, and, and I say healthy 25-year-olds because there's some 25-year-olds that aren't, 
right? So yeah, that's yeah, especially nowadays. So um, all all the things that you've mentioned are just bringing the body back into a peaceful state with itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I work with people in two ways. One is I'll work with individuals, kind of VIP treatment, where I work with them one on one, and we do that. I give them little assignments to do like listening to an 11 minute audio every day <laughs> or just simply sitting up straight taking a deep breath or making sure they go out for a walk every day or taking their shoes off and grounding you know just something that their body is telling me it needs right and then the other way i work with people is that i am a teacher i've been a teacher since i was a little kid <clears throat> and i teach people how to do these things for themselves and right now I'm running a, a class of people that have, some of them have never done energy healing before. They're doing it for the first time and they're totally astonished that it not only works on them, but it also works on their friends and relatives, right? I say, well, you need to try it out on other people. Of course. Right? So, <laughs> so, so, you know, one says, yeah, my son had a headache and I did this and poof, it was gone. Another one had muscle tension and they did that and poof, it was gone. So imagine how empowering that is that you do not have to suffer with anything if you don't want to. It doesn't mean that you won't. It means that you will get out of it quicker. Just like if you're in grief, that's when everything is out of alignment you're missing that person so much it pulls you up out of your body and you're out of you know you're out of sync with your body and when my mom died three years ago that happened to me and you know it's one of those experiences that you can't explain to people what happens to you until you experience it and in that experience I was able to get back on track very quickly and it doesn't mean I didn't miss her and it doesn't mean I didn't cry yeah. but I was able to to function. I know people that after 20 years of their mom dying still can't function. Right. And, and I had I had a similar experience. I, I met you a little over five years ago and my, my dad passed shortly after we met and the work we had done together, I, I wasn't sobbing. I mean, I, I had my moments where I was absolutely unconsolable, but my sisters were like, how come you're like, okay. And, and it, and it really made them angry that I wasn't grieving more. Mm -hmm. And I was, I just, I, I bounce back quicker because of doing the practices that, that you, you'd say, you know, like the calming of the inner chatter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause that inner chatter is really, is really where we get into a lot of difficulty. That inner chatter is, is not, you know, it's, it's not uh, most of the time because it's designed, we are designed to be looking around every corner for something wrong. That's how we're designed. Exactly. Right. We're looking vigilant for the, center. Right. The vigilant. We're designed for that saber tooth tiger. We're looking for the saber tooth tiger ready to pounce on our backs. Right. That's how we're designed. And that's what has helped humanity survive past a lot of that. But now we're not in that environment. In your home, most of the time, 99.99999% of the time, you're safe in your home. So you don't need to be vigilant. But yet we are, because that's how we're designed. And these little techniques are designed to help you get out of that. <laughs> get out of that and into a happier place. And so joy is very high on that frequency scale. And when you're in true joy, not made up joy, not that, you know, uh, let's meditate and do our affirmations and convince ourselves that we're not. That's like 
um, you know, putting a, a, a Band-Aid on cancer and hoping it goes away by not looking at it. You know, we have to, we have to work through those feelings. We have to, and it can be rapid. It doesn't mean like grief, we have to work through the grief. And it yeah. doesn't mean that it has to last for 20 years. It yeah. just means that it has to work through our body. And it goes faster if you're willing to go through those uncomfortable, you know, you, you have to go through the uncomfortable spots. And so many mm -hmm. people want to avoid the uncomfortable spot. So like you're saying, it takes 25 years and they're still grieving because they yes. wouldn't fit with that uncomfortable piece. Well, and also I've, I've talked with women who've been divorced for a long time and they're still angry at their spouses. It's like, right. get on with it, you know, a year, yeah. maybe two um, to, for your energy and your body to shift, but then, but then move forward like, yeah. then move forward because when you're caught, when you're caught in those old emotions, it's like when I, I tell people this all the time and it's actually a lot simple, I say it more simply than it actually is. But if you're thinking of an old relationship, whether it's a spouse or a sibling or a parent or somebody, if you've got a low energy emotion focused at them, anger, jealousy, you know, rage, um, you know, sadness, sorrow, you have anything, you're still hooked into that low energy channel with them and it's going to keep you holding you back. It's going to pull you backwards. And when you can release all of that, however you were brought up, like I had, you know, a very difficult childhood at times, you know, I was lucky I had two parents that loved me, but, you know, sometimes they weren't that equipped. They were doing their best, but right. it hurt me in the long run. Like I got told over and over again, you're going to be unhappy when you grow up, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just program you to be a sick kid. <laughs> And sick so, human. I, right, it, and that was uh, just the, her way of trying to control me and trying to make me behave in a way that she thought was the right way, right? Yeah. But, you know, my way and her ways were different. But, you know, I, I love my mom and, you know, I miss her still. But, but yeah, but we get those things. And if you can't let that go and you can't laugh about it and you can't release it and just say, okay, I'm an adult now. I have choices I can make and move forward in, in that right way. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because I yesterday had someone say that you're still hanging on to energy from your former husband. And, and I thought that I'd released it all. And so it's like layers of the onion. It's like you feel like you've released it all. And then it comes up again when you start telling the story again. And how do you shift that frequency so that it can be uh, an empowering story for other people to come towards you instead of you reliving that, that pain? So, so when, you, when you were telling that story, were you emotional? A little bit. It yeah, was still, so you still, still have a little there. touch of it. Yeah, yeah, and so as soon as you get emotional, just cut the cords, just release, just release, because you're still hooked into the story, just release the story out of your system, because you've worked through so much. Like You've only got like this little bit. Like when I notice my voice getting a little louder when I'm telling a story, I know, oh, let's, let's let it go. Let's let it go. Cut it away. Bye-bye. Don't need it anymore. I'm done. And, and yet you can still use the story as a, as a speaker because you tell stories. You know, you can still use the story without having that. And I know that you're teaching people, you know, how to use the cutting the cords and the things that you're just sharing, these processes. And you were just talking about them a little bit ago that, you know, they're not even primed to be in a class. But can you share with us what you're doing with people right now? What, you know, how can people work with you? Because your stuff yes. is just amazing. 
Yeah. So for people that want to find out more, um, you go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me and you can see a little bit what that program's about, how it's delivered, you know, what's in it, what, what I'm doing with you. It's like you will learn these techniques and most people that connect with me are entrepreneurs on some level. Like I have one person who is a makeup artist, so she works for herself, right? But she works for movie studios and actors and things like that, but she's her own person. She can choose her hours. So that's one kind of, you know, it's like it runs the whole gamut. So even people that are doing other kinds of work, selling insurance or other kinds of work, when they come in, I give them not only the energy tips, but also how to create more business for themselves, right? And, and most, most entrepreneurs that have worked with me, their businesses have transformed and dramatically, you know, that's like their, their income goes up and it gets more stable because, you know, as an entrepreneur, we have this roller coaster income, right? Right. And so that's the one. And the other is working with people privately in doing healing. So in both programs, I do healing on people. And then I teach in one class, I teach what I'm doing so they can practice them themselves and get into routines and do it every day, like little things that take one or two minutes and then the other is to actually do the heavy lifting for them and then give them, okay, you really need to go out for a walk every day, even if it's five minutes. Just get out of the house and go for a walk, right? And, right. and um, your body is screaming for it. And you're not doing it. Why aren't you doing it? And some, some people, even though they hire me for the VIP program, <laughs> they still say, I need to do a remote. So sometimes if you're really busy, I'll do a remote healing and you know, that's just possible because of quantum physics. You can do a remote healing. Yes. And, um, but in general, I like to have people on the phone with me. And because their body is telling me something and I need to tell them what their body is saying, that's what I tune into. Other people tune into, you know, the people that have passed. Some people tune into angels. Some people, I tune into a lot of that, but really I'm focused on you, the person the person that you are now, because this is where we are going to learn all of those really important things. Like you cannot, you cannot advance without being in a relationship of some sort. Like all the people around you are teaching you the lessons that you have chosen to learn. Yes. And I've, I've heard you say it, you know, relationships are the foundation of your, of your health, your wealth. And then it's, um, and I've been also, it's how you interact with society. They're, yeah. they're relationships well, the they're, they're, they're even showing people in great relationships, their DNA changes such that their immune system is improved and they're healthier, they live longer. That's happening at UCLA right now as we speak. Okay. Good reason. <laughs> Check. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right. I, I'm, I, I just opened myself up to keeping my heart open and open to love again. Yes. Well, okay. it, it can be, it can be all your girlfriends too. You know? Ooh. Oh, and right. it can be me loving myself. And so it I'm can be you loving yourself, myself. right? Oh. Right. You're, right? Aww. <laughs> uh, yeah. So awesome. Right. So, yeah. so, and of course, great relationships come, you know, your foundation for having a great relationship is also loving this being that you are like right. un, without reservation like unconditionally. And even if like, I, I don't like having this extra weight I've got, I grew up 
and was skinny most of my life, except for right now. And I don't like, I don't particularly care for it, but accept it, embrace it. And I show up on video, not embarrassed. I show up in pictures and not embarrassed, even though I look and, oh yeah, I have a little bit of hanging here, but who, who cares? It's me. <laughs> So if you yeah, can laugh then, at yourself yeah. and go, yeah, where did my chin go? Okay, yeah, I'm 65 yeah. now. whoop de doo Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at you at 65. Who would guess? Seriously. You're like a little girl. Oh, thanks. <laughs> People are always shocked. Like, I meet a lot of 40-year-olds, and they'll talk, and I go, well, you have to understand I'm a lot older than you. And they go, what? I said, yeah, I have three grandchildren. They go, what? No, you can't. And I say, yeah, I'm 65. And they go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and every time that happens, I'm just I'm just grin. I go home, and it's made my day, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so, I hear you. Right. So anyhow, I am out of time, and so let's wrap up. Thank you, Gwen, for being here, and I love the conversation and all that you offered up to help clarify for people what you know the science of all healing is all about. Yep, science of all healing. It's quite a, quite an ambitious title. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just the way I see it, I'm, I, you know, as a scientist, we like to, um, you know, develop theories and, you know, really put everything in a nice, neat bow, like, like <laughs> Einstein wanted to understand, you know, figure out what the connection is between gravitational pull and the pull of um, neutrons and protons and electrons holding together to create atoms the atomic forces. He wanted to right. have the universal force and he wanted to understand that. So I'm, I'm like that. I want to have a <laughs> universal solution to all of our ills, right? Yes. That's okay. fantastic. Okay. Thank you. So, so thank you for listening to Scientific Healing for our wonderful guest host, Gwen Leppard. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash energize me which is for those of you that are ready to get to a new place in your life, whether it's to help others or get better yourself. And connect with me at scientifichealer.com forward slash appointment to speak with me about any of this and get the help that you need right away. If you enjoyed this program, please give it a five star or a thumbs up rating, share it with your friends, and be sure to subscribe to my channel. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time.